All right, so I want to offer you a warm welcome, Mark Abrams. Thank you so much for joining me today. And this is a special moment because you are our first guest. Um, we've done a number of internal recordings. Very cool. But yeah, I'm so honored and grateful to be here. So thank you so much for um, including me in this and, and being the first outside guest. <laughs> absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, I wrote down a note here about internal versus external change, mm -hmm. because I, I think a lot of us in somewhere in that awakening process, we begin to look for things shifting in the outer world because all of a sudden we're lit up, you know, and we're like, okay, I, right. I see it all. This is all a facade. You know, you see all the, the, the weird inversions. We, we kind of refer to the system on whole as an inversion, the, the way it kind of traps humanity and harvests energy and all of these things. And, um, mm -hmm. and, and meanwhile, we're tuned into the spark inside us. Suddenly that's connected to all the galactics and to these incredible grids that we've incarnated through so many different systems and our multidimensional being, which is out of time and experiencing all of these dimensions in real time. Right. And then, and then we're like, well, why is nothing changing? And it's because we're looking outside of ourselves. Right. Right. And um, yeah. And and so I think it's I, I really admire the way that you just uh, you dove in and you started bringing information forward. And it's totally your own inner experience that you are sharing. That's that's your information. And and um, I was listening at one point you were talking about the channel and how light you know, this crystalline source frequency light drops into our channel. And then you described it as expressing through sort of um, like, like light diffraction into different colors, different expressions. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that process. Yeah. So we could look at the light as, as being representative of the soul. Okay. Or your higher self, however you want to term it. So when we're dropped in and compressed into this body and this body manifests, that light is fragmented. And this universe creates a fragmenting pattern of light. That's how we're able to experience. Yeah, it's the grid. That's how we're able to see things and see a reality. The five senses, taste, touch, feel, things like that. So the, we're light fractured, like fractaled out, okay, into many different yeah. colors. And as we're here, what's happening is we start to gather that light and we bring it back. We start to piece it back together into the whole. And when we're going through the healing process, the clearing process, we're experiencing and feeling our traumas, doing all that kind of shadow work. What we're doing is we're taking aspects of us that were splintered off as we descended or through this inversion down into this planet, right? Mm -hmm. And we're bringing that back together. And as we piece that back together, we're reconnecting or rejoining those fractal patterns of light into the whole. And as that happens, we start to reconnect with our multidimensional aspects and we bring that knowledge forward that was cut off from us. So it's a reintegration process. And that's what, that's what we're going through. That's how I've experienced it. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's very powerful. Beautifully, process. beautifully stated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, something that I've been um, observing a bit, you know, tuning in is that one thing that can happen with that light when it's dropping in the channel is it can hit sort of energetic knots, so to speak. Um, they're, they're, when we experience a trauma down here on Earth, and there's obviously so much trauma on Earth, um, it's almost like our, our circuitry gets overloaded. And in that surge of energy, um, we, we kind of, our body's infinitely intelligent, right? Like I, I view the body as the highest technology in the universe. It's a masterpiece, mm -hmm. even though we only know how to, you, we we're kind of have a very elementary understanding of, of how exactly. to operate it, right? But, um, yeah. and so the body will process that surge of energy in a traumatic moment and kind of wrap it into this knot and... Mm -hmm. That knot will then pinball energy that's dropping in the channel and it'll spin it off into these sort of um, traumatic patterns where we might feel like an, an old wound start to come up in a moment when we're, we're feeling triggered or we get into a mental loop around something. And, sure. um, and so as we work on the healing process now and we begin to unwind these knots, they are made out of extremely dense energy. And so as we mm -hmm. process these dense knots and we open them, it actually provides an influx of energy into our system and we can free up that energy for creation again, you know, right. for we can repurpose it. In other words, I see so much of what we're doing on the planet on whole, it, it's, it's all holographic, right? And so it's the same thing as we remove some of these inversions or these densities off the planet, it frees up that energy. And, and you know, some things are recycled back to the galactic core or whatever needs to happen with that energy. But we're taking so many different um, systems that have been locked down and, and constrained and contained for, you know, however many thousands or millions of years and opening them. And in those bursts of energy that release, we have more food, shall we say, for our own creative mm -hmm. process in organic creation. Yeah, you know, that's the integration process or reintegration process because um, that light, as it comes in, it's, it's fractured off, fragmented off, and it's stored in the body in a very, very dense way. So we're constantly bringing light through our body, right? That's our life force use breath to, to move that through. But as that light, high frequency light, contacts this density in the body, it wobbles it. It starts mm. to wobble. Like, you know, I use the pinball reference, very similar. And as that light travels up our channel, it becomes wobbled and, you know, exits out our crown and creates this torque field, which we consider our reality. And it becomes it, like a blurred lens, a distorted view of who we truly are. And it's the mm -hmm. density in the body that's that's manipulating or wobbling that light that's creating that distorted reality externally. And that's the identity or the reality that we identify with, whether we're a victim or shame or guilt or whatever it is. This is a result of our traumas, but our energy is moving through us. And our higher self truly is utilizing this reality to reflect out that density into the reality so that we can bring awareness to it and heal it and feel it because these are traumas that we have not fully processed.
We've turned away from them at some point in our life, right? That's what creates the density. So when we work to clear the channel, when we work to clear these blockages, that that toroidal flow of energy out our crown starts to clear. And the reality that we experience starts to reflect one of a higher frequency, more of a multidimensional reality. And it all stems yeah. from what's happening within the body. Yeah. You're, you speak so eloquently. Thank you, Mark. That was beautifully put. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, we, I always tell people, I get, you know, remember the, the cause, the reality externally, whatever's happening is not the cause. That's the effect. The cause is what's happening within the body. So it's going to reflect mm -hmm. out into the reality what's going on. So we could use the experiences, the emotions, the triggers, and things like that to really pinpoint in on what our higher self is showing us needs to be addressed, needs to be felt, needs to be healed so that we can rise in frequency. Yeah, beautiful. And, and you know, to add a layer to that, I mean, w one of my areas of focus has always been on uh, the matrix and there's so many different terms for, you know, the, the Archon grid or Ouroboros or um, I know in the Don Juan material, he talks about the eagle. Um, a lot of different expressions over the centuries to describe this phenomenon. But one epiphany that came to me in the past year was that we are the matrix. And, mm -hmm. and what I mean by that, right, is that um, there's energy dropping in our channel. And then when I talk about that pinballing, well, it, it also hits these mental loops, right, that are kind of programmed into us that you talk a lot yeah. about that. And... Um, those programs then manifest through our channel and we project out a reality according to those programs. It's almost, it's like a reality overlay, if you want to think of it that way. And, right. and so the process that you're describing of clearing out the channel and then bringing in your pure crystalline translation of this cosmic energy through you and then it's actually in accordance with your blueprints the reality you're mm -hmm. projecting out when that channel is clean and pure that is bringing in the so-called new earth as you always hear it discussed it's bringing in your authentic frequency onto the planet which is the yes. reason why we incarnated into this system in the first place right was to mm -hmm. translate multi-dimensional codes from our star lineage from all over the universe and to bring them here onto Earth, which is essentially a library of information, a storehouse of all of these amazing codes, and also the reason why it's been so targeted in so many millions of years of galactic wars and so on. And Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, you know, the Matrix, you can look at it as, as a manifestation of the collective frequency, right? Now, everybody mm -hmm. has their own individual reality based on the frequency they vibrate at, but there's a collective grid, a collective matrix, um, and that's a reflection of the frequency of the collective. So again, when we look at reality, we look at that as the effect and the cause of that is what's happening within. So in terms of control, you know, the galactic wars and those types of things, really we could look at that in terms of a level of consciousness because if we're looking at that as being suppressed as being controlled 
that represents the state of frequency the collective's at, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm. how does that how does that state of consciousness that frequency manifest? And that's how it manifests through these eons of control, eons of fear, suppression, whatever it is you know you want to use to describe it. That's the level of consciousness that's being held at the collective level. So we're here now, we're purifying our light, we're manifesting that into the grid, into the matrix, and reconfiguring it to a higher state of consciousness. And as we do that, that allows these higher dimensional beings to be able to start to manifest in that, in that matrix because it's, right, you know, it's, up, it's at a higher frequency now. So it can attract higher frequency um, beings or multidimensional beings, right? So it's all about what's happening within us. And if we look right. and we stay in fear, like, okay, we're being controlled. We're operating from a lower state of, of consciousness. So right. that's what I, yeah, that's how I, that's how I address that with, with people because we want to flip it and realize that we do have control, right? We, we don't feel like we have control at times, but that's because we're identified with programming or there's some sort of a trauma response there, some sort of fear that came up from a situation that we had an opportunity to step into our authentic selves and didn't do it. Right. And that's what's happened with humanity over eons. And now we're starting to reverse that and and uh, go the other way. Yeah, absolutely. I I love your ability too, Mark. Of I I think you take some really complex concepts and you distill them into very clear, straightforward information. And at the end of the day, the mechanics of this process are pretty simple. <laughs> and the exactly. same goes for all the inversions. Yeah, I mean, it's really not yeah. crazy complicated. It's only complicated in all of the nuances and the infinite layers of expression in which it can actually manifest, right? But well, I think the they're core, stories. Yeah, you know, uh -huh. I mean, we 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 bring forward these these denser frequencies through stories, and our mind, our ego, creates stories around them. So whether it's a religious context or if it's an ET context, or if it's an AI context, it's all a similar frequency. It's just how are you manifesting that? What story are you creating around that? It all comes back to the frequency that is active within you. Right. Because we can't sit here and say, you know, is the law of attraction real or do we create our reality and say, yes, we create our reality and then say, well, our reality is being created by some external force. That's contradictory, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's all created by us, but it's what we choose to allow ourselves to identify with, and the ego will always go back to what it knows and what it feels safe with. Now, we may say, "Hey, you know, galactic wars that doesn't feel very safe," but if the ego can understand that energy, that level of consciousness, and put it into a framework that it knows it's going to feel safe. That's why people yeah. like to be, um, you know, they like to be, you know, say abused, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be physically, but mentally or whatever. They get into relationships that don't resonate. You know, they know deep down it's not right, but they feel safe because it's what they know. Yeah. It's no different than um, all the things we're hearing out there that's that's happening, you know, externally. It all It's all stemming from 
the collective level or state of consciousness. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. You say that I had uh, recently put a topic on our list of ever growing topics to cover on here. Why does humanity take so much abuse? You know, and mm -hmm. and that's just a very again straightforward, eloquent way of putting it. It's familiar. Yeah. The, the ego it's, is comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and you I know mean, as yeah. so, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it really, you know, like you said before, the mechanics of this are very basic, very simple. And there's core, there's core concepts here at work regarding manifestation, law of attraction, creating your reality, and those types of content of of concepts in frequency. Mm -hmm. And and that's really what we're dealing with here. Um, the rest of it's really story. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, as as we talk about then engaging in the healing process, I know um, in your steps of ascension, you know, it, you you talked about the dark night of the soul. And I think that's mm -hmm. so relevant to humanity right now and in the past few years. Um, I, I certainly know I've had multiple waves of uh, that experience, you know, and, and over years and years, it's almost like uh, layer after layer on wrapping, right? Um, yeah. And it's a bit ironic, I think, for a lot of people, that the place that we can actually look for our enlightenment, so to speak, our highest frequency is in the depths of the darkness inside of ourselves. And that's just so counterintuitive if this process is sort of new to you. Um, <laughs> because oh, you're like, sure. it's like, because you expect, you expect bliss and all this yeah. awesome stuff all the time, right? You're like, okay, well, this ain't right. <laughs> right. All, all the promises of what you hear the enlightened masters preaching, right? But, mm -hmm. but maybe what they're not necessarily sharing is um, all of, their own internal diving down into areas of distortion in, in their own field and clearing ancestral trauma and clearing all of the layers of programming that can block us from our true expression. And when we face right. that head on, it's pretty ugly a lot of the times. And it can even be a little bit shocking, jarring to the system to be like, oh my God, that existed mm -hmm. inside of me. You know, because we tend to, so much of the programming is about externalizing everything, right? And so, um, for example, my partner and I, we built our own house. This was uh, just a little bit before um, COVID and all of that, thank God. And okay. um, we, you know, it was so stressful. We did it all out of pocket and, um, you know, just exhausted every day, long days and stresses from everywhere and passing inspections and all these things. And... I had moments where I came unglued, completely unglued. And I was shocked to realize that I had that inside of me, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it was kind of a precursor for what was about to come down the pipeline for the collective, you know? And by the time all the lockdowns and all that stuff sort of happened, I, I really felt um, like I had done a lot of that inner work. We had a really steady meditation practice going and, um, you know, taking a good, long, deep look inside at personal distortions. And, and then, um, whew, yeah, and then that process got totally up-leveled last year when I went to South Africa and met these two women who are 
working with this cleanse process where you are passing parasites. The primary focus is on mm. parasites and, um, okay. and then working with, with plant medicines and uh, all these different synergistic plant medicines. It's a spectacular protocol that uh, Rodan Zelkia channeled over there in South Africa. But anyway, it is deep, deep, deep shadow work. And I came out of that experience with a high, a sustained high that I had never experienced in this mm. lifetime. I was buzzing for six months. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> like the amount wow. of information coming in, you know, like uh -huh. in meditation and visioning and, and just so excited and so inspired about what's transforming, what's transmuting on this planet and what the future ahead of us really looks like. It is absolutely beautiful and extraordinary beyond words. And it was so interesting to then, you know, be relating to people who were friends or family who hadn't had that experience, right? And a lot of sure. the things still look pretty dismal because I think that's where the programming wants to keep us is in this state of, oh, it's all kind of terrible and everything's falling apart and there's no hope. And, <laughs> and that's the familiar. And that. <laughs> that's the familiar, uh -huh. right? That's the comfort, just knowing. You know, we'd rather... It's like the human condition. Human humans would rather um, know what's happening, even if it's bad, even if they don't, you know, it's something that they don't like or want to have happen, but at least they know. The unknown is so ambiguous and, it, and it's really, really scary. And mm -hmm. that's what we're, we're needing to step into is this allowing and detach from expectations, yeah. try to stop writing the story from a set of limiting beliefs and allow mm -hmm. the new to come forward you know, as, as, as more of our light lands here and we integrate it, allow that to come forward. Don't try to keep it in a little box. Right. And embrace that, that flow of being the conduit, right. For these higher mm -hmm. dimensional forces to, I, I mean, one of the things that's been kind of amusing is, you know, in some of these journeys traveling and, and seeing sort of the multidimensional perspective of what's happening here on earth, which is absolutely extraordinary and not mm -hmm. really easy to put into words or language. But um, when you <laughs> when you look at the situation from that perspective, you're like, oh, my God, I should never take credit for anything <laughs> because <laughs> there are such extraordinary intelligences at work when we can just clear our mind and our programming out of the way and allow them to flow and translate. Yeah, and we realize right. that we are that infinite intelligence. Um, right. We're just right. shrinking it down into a little little box. We're allowing our mind to take this energy that is so expansive and kind of wrap its arms around it and hold it and keep it in a small place. Right. And um, some of this stuff coming in, you know, we don't, the mind doesn't have a reference for it. It's beyond the earthly experience. So we have to be able to allow that to flow and allow new to come forward. And we're not going to understand the information initially. That's okay. But as consciousness continues to rise, then the understanding comes with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautifully put again. Thank you, Mark. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I guess I would be curious then you know, maybe sort of a, a final thought of just asking you, you know, where, where do you see us in this 
process in this great awakening process um, right now? And if there's anything you've been seeing in your healing work that informs this conversation, I would love to hear that. Yeah, what's been coming forward for me from uh, for some time now, even my Pleiadian guide keeps bringing this point home to me when I connect with her, is to not affix a timeline or create a story around how this process moves forward because then we, humanity, limiting beliefs and programming creates that reality. What we wanna do on an individual level is live to the highest possible potential of our light that we have access to. We wanna embody that and we wanna bring that forward on a daily basis. We wanna continue to heal, we wanna continue to feel Whatever comes up when we're triggered, we want to be able to create that space and hold that space and become the observer of all of these emotions that are rising up within because that's what we're being shown is in the way. So as we can do that, we create more space within the body. The body starts to rise in frequency even further. We attract more light and the reality begins to reflect that. But we want to do it from a space of allowing and not trying mm. to control or predict, okay? Because every time we try to create a story around something, we shrink it. We, we take the bigness out of it, out of what's moving forward, moving through, and make it small. Right. Wow. <laughs> that is a beautiful message. I, I think you are so, so, so on point. And I think humanity needs to hear that right now. I, I mm. mean, I the, the struggling... Let, let's be fair. I, I'm, I'm totally compassionate. I'm sympathetic. I, I'm young too. And there's a lot of beings out there who have been awake for 30, 40 years. And this is grueling, you know, the amount of time it's taking and to still see all the suffering and pain around us to see, you know, things like technologies being withheld from us and the control system. And one of the things that always pains me is, you know, the destruction of the planet, because this is such a special, right. amazing library. And at the same time, trusting if we can move through all of that and, and just, you know, see where it's linking into a knot or a wound in our own system, focus back on that knot or wound work on clearing that out of our field. And when we can release that knot, we've released it off the planet and it's cleared an entire mm -hmm. new layer for that creation space to come in. And so, you know, we, we all have work to do irrespective of what's happening in the external world. We all have a sure. lot of work to do and it's really as much as you are willing to sign up for. If you want to be available to clear massive planetary situations off the planet and versions that have existed, you know, some of them, I mean, they exist out of time, but let's just say for, mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of years, you know, by all means, you can do that. We have options to do that here now, you know, <laughs> and we all have our own personal work to do at the same time. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> but while we're doing that, you know, personal work, we are clearing those blockages, those collective blockages, the planetary blockages. Um, so, you know, I, I know there, there's so many out there that, that feel like they'll, they'll have an awakening or they'll, they'll get into this um, healing work and they want to save the world. Focus inward and focus on clearing because what happens is the more space you create within you, quantumly, we make that available to others who are ready to tap into it. So we are 
affecting the planet by healing ourselves personally. That's the most powerful work we can do. And the more yeah. of us that do that, the more of a massive impact it's going to have. I 100% agree, Mark. And I really, really appreciate you bringing that wisdom forward. And it's so imperative right now. So, so imperative. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, the power is within each one of us. And trust in your ability, trust in the wholeness of who you are, and work to feel whatever you're being shown, whatever density is coming up. Trust that you're being guided into that so that you can expand, so that you can rise in frequency and make that energy available to others who are ready to tap into it. That's it. I mean, you focus on that, we're going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I agree. <laughs> it already is actually amazing. I, I've been yeah. seeing, and, and sorry, I don't want to drag on, but I, I have been seeing almost that we're operating in these pockets of frequency now on the planet. And so mm -hmm. you have your mm -hmm. own individual pocket, which is your field. But then there's also these collective pockets that are yes. popping up where that are literally dimensionally out of phase with the rest of the planet. There's also pockets yes. of density, you know, in a lot of mm -hmm. deep, deep distortions. Yeah. Like every time I go to a city these days, I'm kind of like, ah, <laughs> uh, not there's people doing amazing work there too, by all means, but um, different bandwidths. Yeah, and we have the ability to tap into that. It's all non-local. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and we can do that. But the, the key is really to trust and, and to go back on what you said about, you know, we see it looks kind of dark out there at times. Look for the light, because if there's darkness, if you're seeing darkness, there's polarity. That's what this universe, this reality allows us to experience. Search for the light. You'll find the light. It's out there. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. And that and that is the pathway forward. If If we keep digging around and who did this and who did that and look mm -hmm. at this horrible behavior and look at you know and and that was something that was brought up on mass you know over the past few years of let's look at all the darkness and mm -hmm. we're actually funneling energy into the inversion when we do that there's a degree yeah. to which maybe a, a baseline awareness of what's happening is really informative in the greater awakening process but when we turn our focus and get caught in these vortexes of all the horrible things that are happening out there, we're giving energy to the exact place we are, you know, exactly to where we're trying to avoid giving it, frankly, right? Yeah, we're living from a lower state of consciousness. Right. And we have so much more available to us that we, we don't need to make that choice to live in a lower state of consciousness. Let's make a choice to, to resonate to a higher state of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And look at right. that. Incre the incredible frequencies and the incredible beings that are now able to enter into the planet. I mean, the planet mm -hmm. was way too dense, you know, even just a few years ago for a lot of these galactics. I mean, the, the frequency of beings that are now able to work directly with Gaia and to incarnate, too, is absolutely extraordinary and so we if we look forward to that joy which is also just on the other uh, other side of this little shift right it's it's right mm -hmm. there like the veil is so thin and so work on pulling that through into our reality you know that's the field we want to attune to and align to every day as much as possible and it will become yeah. our manifest reality very very soon and it and it is and and we've been doing that 
uh, for a long, long time, and, and that's what's allowed that to happen. So we just continue. You know, if you want validation, like exactly what you're saying, you look back and you see how things have changed. We continue down that path and we trust. And um, we just live to the highest expression that we have available to us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that that is so beautiful to hear in your words, Mark. And um, I am so appreciative for you spending this time today. That was incredible. And uh, keep it up, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm so grateful um, for, you know, for being here as well. If any, if anyone uh, listening to this wants more information or wants to find me on YouTube, um, my website's soulintegrationcoach.com. I've got my YouTube link on there. I've got over 600 videos on YouTube. Now. Wow. So a lot of these types stuff. of topics. Yeah, cool. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so uh, they, could get, they could get any information there and connect up with me. Awesome. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, and uh, we're, I'll put all this. We have a website going, newoctaverising.com and uh, okay. fledgling, fledgling YouTube channel too. It's coming. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but yeah, such a pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much, Mark. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so grateful. Uh, hope to speak with you soon. Okay. Yeah, let's do it again. Thank you. All right. Sounds good, Zane. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye.